Honest, open, and vulnerable may contain adult language and material that is not suitable for listeners under 18. This is a stream of consciousness podcast that delves into an eclectic mix of topics. Audience discretion is advised. Hello, you are listening to episode 158 of Honest, Open, and Vulnerable. My name is Scarlett. I'm Ryan. And I'm Matthew. And we always encourage audience participation. One way to do that is to send us an email, hobpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at Matthew Scribble as well. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at HOV Podcast, and you can find my blog at inscarletstorm.wordpress.com, and you can find me on Instagram at the Fuchsia Lady, and that's T H E F U C H I A L A D Y. And you can also post a comment on our website, hovpodcast.net. You can find me on Instagram at Colonel underscore Tux. That's K-E-R-N-E-L underscore T-U-X. And reach uh, wherever you're uh, wa- watching or, or, or listening. Uh, please uh, like, share, and subscribe. And uh, this, we are coming at, coming at you live <laughs> from uh, Snowmageddon Studio. And uh, j- just wanted to kind of uh, the re- re- reasoning behind, behind uh, that uh, that studio name is we uh, just this past weekend we were bur- buried under uh, about 20, 26, tw- 28 in- inches of snow or so, and yeah, I'm I'm just frustrated having having to dig 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 our ho- house out from un- underneath it. But anyway. <laughs> That reminds me when I was about, I had I couldn't have been more than five, and we had a dog that loved the snow. His name was Frosty, okay? But in the 70s, whatever year that was, I want to say 79 maybe, we got hammered with snow. And this is in Colorado Springs, which is about an hour south of Denver. And we got buried and my dad happened to look out the window and that stupid dog is on top of a snow uh you know like a what do you call it snow Snow bank snow bank thank you and there goes the dog and if my dad hadn't looked out the window we wouldn't have known what happened to the dog he had to go out and dig the dog out and the dog just thought it was great he thought it was a big play thing but he couldn't get out of the snow (laughs) so your dog would have definitely lived up to its name we had another dog. Now, I had another dog. I don't know if you know the story of Zacchaeus in the Bible. Zacchaeus was this little teeny dude, and they were gathering to listen to Jesus, and he climbed a tree so that he could see Jesus. We had a dog named Zacchaeus who tried to climb our cherry tree all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess they live up to their names. But um, when you say Snowmageddon, I just always think of that stupid dog. <laughs> <laughs> It was, a, and it wasn't a small dog. It was a German Shepherd, so you know, a hefty dog, and there he goes, right down. But in, interesting uh, facts that I uh, re- read about the the storm that we just we just had. Um, on on average, uh, Den- Denver ten- tends to get about fourteen inches, give give or take, 
of pre- precipitation that's rain and snow combined and if if uh if if we were above freezing it was ra- raining raining instead of snowing we would have had over the weekend we would have this by the way this is coming from uh, a local meteorologist whose name i can't pronounce um and i read i read i read these on uh twitter um but uh if if it was raining instead, we we would have had just slightly over two and a quarter inches of rain, which accounts to twenty percent of our annual precipitation. I mean, I mean That's this, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, well, you know, Matt Matthew. I mean, this was some this this was thick wet snow. This wasn't like mm-hmm. that fluffy powdery stuff you really hope to ski through. <laughs> yeah, this right. is this is this, this is the real snow when mm-hmm. people dream of oh I want to live in Denver or I want to move to Colorado and they think of what they see on TV as you know people skiing in slow motion and snowshoeing or or you know cars you know car advertisements are, are infamous for this sort of thing oh yeah where they're busting through you know these uh you know uh, snow banks and just handling it with ease no this is it professional this driver on a closed course. Right <laughs> This is the real deal right here. So right. It's pleasant to look at and when you're you're standing in your kitchen with your cup of your your cup of whatever, you know, mm-hmm. warms your inside. But when you're when you're out there with your snow shovel in hand, yeah, it gets real. Oh yeah. Real <laughs> oh yeah. I'm I'm still sore. <laughs> Same here. I've Same never here. been so happy to work from home in my entire life. Because I was just like, oh, no, oh, heck no. <laughs> and they ended up asking me to work. This is kind of an interesting little twist. They asked me to work um, somebody else's shift um, on Sunday. And they also asked me if I'd cover a couple hours on Saturday. Because we have a bunch of newbies on our team. And they didn't want to leave them abandoned with no senior staff there. So I did that. And one of my coworkers had to spend the night at the office. He could not uh, get, um, they couldn't get the um, train. It, it just stopped. His, uh, her uh, the phone had died. So couldn't call for help. So they ended up spending the night at the office. And it's funny though, because the office is set up where they have showers. And I mean, you know, at some, at some point the building was designed for that, you know, the, but it just, it, we've had that building for like, 20 years, something like that. But but I felt so bad for him. I was like, ah, oh, I get to work from home. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but they, um, it's the three people, there are three people on my 10 people uh, team that work from home and we're all the senior staff. Everybody else is newbies and, and um Makes it hard when when new training comes out and we find out we've been doing things the wrong way. Um, you have a tendency not to catch it if you're not right there in the office. And I had a situation where a former um, a former uh, coworker of mine had actually done my training and she did it incorrectly um, on two major things, and so um, it almost cost me my job. And I was not amused. Um, my my supervisor was behind me one hundred percent. It was it was just it was just one of those weird things. It was serious enough I could have lost my job over it, and um, I didn't. 
<laughs> that was probably my moment of squee to know that my my company has my back. And um, and they didn't blame me. They were just like, uh, okay, why are you doing it this way? What's your, what's your thought process? And I just had to say, that's what I was trained. <laughs> they were like, that makes sense. Uh, let's retrain and do it the other way. So I didn't get in, I didn't get in too much trouble, but you know, it, it could have gone the other way too. Um, so I'm very grateful that I didn't really have to stress about, Oh no, I'm going to lose my job because I was doing this wrong. It was just, no, let's just see. Let's make sure we're all on the same page kind of thing. Sounds like a happy ending. Yeah, but it makes me look very, it makes me feel like that um, I take my job very seriously. I pride myself on being professional. I pride, and every once in a while I get rattled. Ryan has seen me just where I've just had a meltdown on the phone. It happens. Um, when you get somebody who's just mean and nasty, you just, I'm really good at diffusing the situation unless they hit a nerve. And then I just can't. I have to walk away and that's not always an easy thing. So, um, but I love my job and I take pride in it. And when it, I look stupid, that pisses me off. <laughs> and so I, but I'm very, I'm also, I take, um, I take constructive criticism well. And I think that's one reason. And, and I'm very flexible and I'm very teachable. And I think that that is probably something I've earned. Um, I've earned their trust. And so I don't, I don't take it for granted. But um, there, were, there were two instances this last week where I was just like, that's not what I was told. <laughs> you know? So, and I've been there two years and I've been doing this for two years and I've been doing it wrong. So... That just kind of, I don't like me, I don't like looking unprofessional. And by the same token, I wasn't really like stressing about it. Does that make sense? Because um, I have a tendency to get caught up in my head and second guessing myself. And I didn't do that this time. I just rolled with the punches. So. So keep so keeping your job. That was your moment of squee. My moment of squee was realizing that my company has my back. I think I think it's something um, since 2020. I think I've I see my CEO a little differently. I don't always agree with the man, but I can respect where he's coming from. He's also stepped up to the plate and really backed his employees, and um, that was something I didn't expect was going to ever happen. So um, maybe I'm the one changing a little bit. Um, but, you know, I think I'm doing really good and it's something just... <laughs> it's... Um, God has a sense of humor. Um, just, you know, kind of humbling a little bit. And... But my moment of squeeze is just knowing I'm okay. And I don't have to stress out. And it's okay if I do stress out. So what was your moment of squee, Matthew? So, uh, not to sound like a broken record, but the, the snowstorm would be my moment of squee, because that was 
freaking awesome again. <laughs> and I said it the last time that my that I chose Snowstorm as my only three. It's about time that we get a good proper snowstorm here. This is what I said the last time. This time is what I'm going to say. It's about time we get a good proper blizzard. <laughs> the last one that was a that was a snowstorm. Snowstorm. This. Yeah. Blizzard. And normally I take my blizzard, you know, with a with maybe some cookie dough and a spoon. <laughs> but yeah. This this was fantastic. The real deal was it did not disappoint. I know it came a little later than people were projecting, and I was like, you know what? It's either going to be full force blizzard or it's just going to be a dusting. And I'm glad it, it was it was the full force, and made me very happy to see. And I'm and I didn't know that stat about the the, the uh, amount of uh, moisture Brian mm-hmm. that you mentioned earlier. And that's going to be so big for us in three months mm-hmm. when we're in summertime and it, we're going to be you know roasting our butts off with you know 90 plus degree weather. That is going to be such a blessing to our trees and you know, anywhere that that's needed that moisture for so long, even in, you know, I don't know if this is happening, you know, in, down in your neighborhood, but up here in my neighborhood, uh, a lot of the snow has already been absorbed by, you know, the, the ground. And, mm-hmm. and I know it's been warm here this week, but it's not where, you know, we're getting a heat wave by any means, maybe mm-hmm. been the highest it's been, what, 45, 50 degrees? Yeah. Maybe? But it just goes to show how much we've needed that moisture just in general so i'm really happy to see that we're we got a nice proper blizzard to help you know keep you know things you know moisturized and keep uh the snowpack levels up so that way when when the summer comes we're not having to worry about all these fires that we've been dealing with here these last you know you know many years i won't say a few years it's been many years now at this point so i'm i'm grateful for that so that's why no hell it Hell of a snowstorm, blizzard. <laughs> My own They they said um, Peter told me that he put a bucket of water outside during that during the blizzard and it never froze. So it was just that heavy, wet, weird snow that. But that but it was fairly. It was warmer than it looked, other than the wind. The wind made it. I just thought that was interesting. That he's like, yeah, I've had this bucket of water. I've been watching it for three days, and it has yet to freeze. Then, hmm. um, j- just to con- comment on on that um, on on Sunday, did I what Sunday was the first day I'd spent any time on so- social media social media as- other than po- posting announcements of, about our pot. Uh, the our our episode that we just released, and that 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 was because you know because I wanted to like stay up up to date on as far because I had to work. <laughs> well, at, as it turned out, I didn't have to work the next day because RTD was still shut down. Everyone every, everyone was still dig, digging out, but I wanted to kind of like get stay uh, stay up to date on that, and apparently like a whole bunch of whole bunch of trolls like and mid mid midday saturday were like whoa where's, where's this big snowstorm huh and then you know sun sunday is really is really one that the um month uh it really came came in and i can <clears throat> it 
it would have it would have been a little it would have been a little late but much uh monday i thought i thought about uh put, putting up a post that said the the internet sat, sat, uh, saturday mid midday ooh where's this where's this snowstorm me and sun, sunday midday mother, mother nature <laughs> replies oh i'm sorry did you say something <laughs> but I started you know it's going yeah exactly <laughs> but you know timing but <laughs> but uh my mom my mom squeeze is also uh work work related so i i do uh software te- t- testing for company abc or or i work for company abc and we do software testing for company xyz and so are the the uh some we're we're actually pretty in pretty well in abc's pretty well it not not integrated but um there's there's con- constant uh communication uh be- between the two companies and in in fact representatives from company xyz are you know take part in our morning stand-ups and you know there there's a there's a lot of like crosstalk um and to 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 the point where if they're not involved then we were pretty much dead in the water so uh our the the holidays that our team uh part participates in um are li- are li- lined up with our with our client uh company xyz um ca- case in point uh we we got uh we, we got president's day off um which for, first off i've never gotten that day off <laughs> I've I've been working I I've been working for years and um, I've never gotten that day off, and it's not list, listed as a as a as a holiday on our company's calendar, but we got the, we got the day off because our because of the arrange, arrangement we we have um, we. Technically, we could have shown up, but there just there'd be a whole team team of us just sitting sitting around with nothing to do, and that's not very cost effective. <laughs> <laughs> and early earlier this this week, in one of our standups, uh, one of the rep- representatives uh, from uh, company XYZ um, said, "Oh yeah, we uh, on the twenty second uh, we have uh, a date." Uh, a day day of rest. We have the you know that uh, uh, holiday. I'm like, I first off, I've never heard that. There, hold on, hold. Oh wait, we got we got to finish the meeting first. Okay, <laughs> and so ap- after the meeting, I looked. I'm like, there's no holidays in March <laughs> for either company, and so I was thinking, okay, this person like earned like an extra day off. <laughs> and you know they they just, they just, like one of her uh uh superior superiors hey you've earned you've earned a day day of rest you get to take it on the 22nd kind of kind of thing and she misunderstood well um just actually just early earlier today we got confirmation that uh they're they're give they're giving mean, everyone they're you know kind of like a, a 
just a, ra- a random day off because you know we're all going going through a a, pa- a pandemic and you know hold and this that and the other and said you know to kind of help people maintain work work life balance you're getting a day of rest so i get a so i i get a free you know three three day weekend <laughs> so nice. so that 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 is my uh moment of squee nice so except you have to do things to get ready for the move. <laughs> well, it's, you know, what, whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't have to wake up at five a.m. to do them, though. <laughs> but you will wake up at five o'clock because that's what your body's going to do for yeah, you. Yeah, fair, fair enough. But you know, but you don't have to. You can yeah, just exactly. Go. I don't, I, I don't even have to get, dr- I don't have to get dressed and go, go outside I to don't. catch a bus and all, and all this other stuff. <laughs> even though my body won't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and on this episode, it is Scarlet's turn to speak. Yay. Okay, I'm going to keep this really brief. Um basically, I I kind of wanted to just mention, you know, the being being trapped in your head and just sort of we call it the hamster on the wheel in your brain and sometimes you have to take a stick and poke the wheel to stop it. Um, but, um, sometimes it's, it's really hard to, uh, um, I'm having a hard time. I've, I've had a hard time, uh, dealing, I guess, maybe managing for about two and a half weeks because I've been without a pain medication that also serves as anti-anxiety medication. And, um. So I've had some, I've noticed my heart rate up and I've, I don't have my oxygen. I've been breathing pretty good today. Um, and I have my good days and my bad days. When it, the day it snowed Monday, I was absolutely miserable. I think by, what was it? It was like 74 was my pulse ox. Um, and my heart rate was 121 and it's supposed to be between 60 and 90. So, um, so yeah, it's been, and I don't sleep, I, you know, um, I have to have the certain cocktail of medication or I just don't sleep. And I've been dealing with pain and then, you know, and you're, you're laying there and you can't sleep and you start thinking stupid stuff like, what's the name of my third grade teacher? I mean, that kind of thing. And um, so I just wanted to mention that if you're struggling, you're not alone. I know that Peter was having a hard time and he reached out and he's doing much better now, but he needed to take some time for himself and just feel the depression, feel the, the angst. He just had to had, kind of work through that. And um, it's hard when you, when you feel like you're alone. And so I just wanted to point out that nobody's alone. We all go through this. and. It's just, to a certain degree, it's just really how you process things. Ryan likes to go in his head. I like to get it out. I call it um, emotional vomit. But then we're done. I don't like to feel my emotions. That's that's something that our therapist says that I don't like the feels. And she's right. I don't. But I know that it's much better to power through them. And I've been having some flashbacks, PT, uh, PTSD issues, uh, I had a night terror um, this morning, because that's when I fell asleep, it was about 5 o'clock, and um, it was a pretty good one, 
And so it kind of, it, it's kind of like I have to remind myself that um, I have a mental illness. The illness doesn't have me. And sometimes it says, oh, yes, we're going to have you today. And I just have to kind of write it out. So I just want everybody to know that you're not alone. And I guess that's my whole thing. And that's my, that's my speak. And I, I do want to uh, kind of take, take some time to acknowledge, um, make for the uh, three of us to kind of like make, make it an, an acknowledgement. Um, certain, certain things have, hap have happened where uh, Scar uh, Scar Scarlet and I are, are moving. Um, and so we're, uh, we're actually, we're moving into a bigger place that's about 350 square feet lar larger than, than this, than this place. And which we need, <laughs> Let, let's, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> and, uh, it's, 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 it's something that I, I've been wanting for a while because I, uh, well, well, the big, well, the big reason for me is I, I don't, I don't like taking care of a lawn. <laughs> so, Every spring, he bitches and grips. Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't see me out there though, so I am very grateful, and I don't give him too much crap. <laughs> Let's get but, that straight. I do appreciate it. <laughs> and our uh, our mo our moving date is on is on the first. We're recording this on the eighteenth of March, and uh, so this this will actually be the last time we'll be recording in this particular physical studio. And, and it'll be three weeks before we record, correct? The eighth. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't know if we've ever <laughs> decided that. But no. Anyway. Whenever so, the next podcast is going to it's be, not yeah, be exactly. it's going to be somewhere in this new. location. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And it's um the. So we're moving on to a new iteration of the uh, of of uh, recording locations. Let's let's say, because um, at 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 first, I, uh, well, when we started, I was living in a little dinky studio apartment. Um, that's actually a little more than half the size of this house, <laughs> and so that's. Uh, we were. That's where uh, we started recording. Then when I moved in here, this this room was actually uh, my 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 bedroom when when we first first moved in, mm -hmm. and the and the we had the mix mixer and these and these two mics on a on a dinner tray. <laughs> and then event and then um and then this decided okay well well i i was i was you know we we were sleeping in the in the same bed most of the time any anyway and before they, i started to snore like a freight train <laughs> yeah they're yeah let, let's not get into that <laughs> and and so i wasn't really you know using this as a sleeping sleeping space anyway and so it is i decided okay let's let's turn let's turn it into a studio <laughs> i mean we need we need to kind of up up our up 
we need to up our game here anyway. I mean, look what we're recording on. <laughs> so. And then, uh, so it'll be in- interesting to see kind of how how our next uh, re- recording space uh, evolves. Well, I think it was different then, too. I think our focus was different when we first started out. Um, we did it for us. We really didn't think it was going to go anywhere. We were just having these great conversations with each other, and it was just like getting to know, yeah, you have that new relationship energy, and it was really intense for us. And so we were kind of trying to figure things out. We were just kind of, and so we were talking about a lot of stuff, a lot of nerdy stuff. That's how we... We bonded over Star Wars, um, you know, the, the the just back and forth, some of the conversations we were having. So when we started it out, we were just, okay, well, let's record them and put them out there and you either like it or you don't. And it, we didn't worry about content. I guess it was just this organic flow. And then we wanted to make it about polyamory. And then it just, it just really has... And then it was, we talked a lot about Doctor Who for a long time, and, and it just, different, it's just, um, I think what brought fresh life into this and really made it where it would, it really made it fun was when Matt joined us. Oh, no, you're not going to play the blame on me for this. No, 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 we, we wouldn't, we wouldn't yeah. use blame, we would say credit. <laughs> Same thing, yep. But no, I remember that you know Matt would be like our 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 guest, and every time that you were here, it was like this amazing. It, it just it, it it brought a whole nother flavor to the dynamic, and um, it's something that I think we all really look forward to. Um, I know I do, even if I don't have anything to say. Um, I always have something to say, but you know what I mean. And it just, it's been really enjoyable. So um, to see it evolve and have it not really be about anything and yet have it be about everything. So. And it's been an interesting look coming in as a latecomer to the process and seeing how, uh, not just my role, but just how the studio itself because we'll, we'll just use it as a, a a floating definition of you know of recording studio at this point from when i came in and the setup that was there to what it turned into at, at this stage of things and really just how things have grown for the three of us doing this whole thing together and really now it's over this last year even though we physically haven't been in space for going on it's for sure been a year at this point oh yeah but mm-hmm. uh, it's been like 14 in, months in a, something like in, that in a, yeah in a way it's just been one of these uh, these things where we all we always knew that we were going to to come together every every so often every two weeks to you know reconnect that's the word i'm going to go with is reconnect mm-hmm. and then when we physically could not do that this space still hosted us to provide that ability to do that. And I think that's something that's very powerful, especially as we've learned over this last year, to 
maintain your connections and you know make sure your relationships are are being nurtured and cared for and we're very fortunate we're very lucky that we've had a space mm-hmm. to be able to do that in you know in each other's presence and now in each other's presence in a virtual way and we're going to continue that going into this new uh, physical space which i can't wait to see once it's once we finally get to that point by having now been for, for me been now been at least one move since we've done this virtually mm-hmm. so I've, I've kind of my Two little moves, square on 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 the screen what i don't know what side i'm on right now but <laughs> in terms of the virtual screen i've already conducted my move mm-hmm. but the the hosting space is still very much the same and i think that's something that we're going to be very uh, we're we're i'm going to take a lot of pride in mm-hmm. once we take this and you know package it all up metaphorically and unpack it where in the new space you two are going to be in mm-hmm. and so the podcast itself isn't going to change i think we need to make you know just, we'll just get that out of the, right. out of the way it's right not, it's not the last podcast we're not going anywhere <laughs> we're just taking you know this energy Space. this yeah. atmosphere and ryan and scarlett are going to pack it up and take it with them just like when <laughs> i packed up and moved into you know my new home i took my little square of the screen and packed it up and i came and unpacked it over here and now here it is so they're doing the same thing and i i think when you when you kind of think about it like that it sounds kind of fun but <laughs> the, the real fun i think is when we finally get to that point when we're all backed up and we get to really get to say we've had this studio name for a while fresh start studio <laughs> right to really see that come to life again and i think that's going to be a lot of fun once we get and i'm really excited for both of you to, to be in this new place and to see where this podcast is going to take its next step in its growth mm-hmm. so but i really wanted to you know pay you know pay my respect you know um uh, you know uh in a way, some gratitude to where my start was with the two of you in, in the, you know, how we had it set up in the living room to where it became the studio room now and to where it's going. Because it's been, it's been a great journey. I was able to celebrate the 100th episode together with all of, you know, with the two of you. And now 200, which is coming up, we're going yeah. to get there. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fun to see when we look back at that at that point too from you know the beginning is like you two have already talked about to or my beginning with it and then to where it's going to that's very exciting i, I think this is going to be great and I, I i'm very happy to have been a part of it to this point and i'm going to be happy to be part of where it's headed yeah And then, <laughs> yes. I was I, well. Yeah, I, I was I was trying to think 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 of a seg- segue, and it just what it just what wasn't working. But that's the segue. <laughs> well, I wanted to share kind of a feel good story, and that's a great way to end. You know, to kind of end things in this studio is with something that good good feeling. Yes. You know. Well, I was reading this. This is from the Washington Post. Um, uh, 
and basically this is in their inspired life section. It says a Baltimore restaurant owner drove six hours to cook a favorite meal for a terminally ill customer. Uh, the request came in on a Thursday afternoon to restaurant owner Steve Chu. One of his customers has terminal cancer and her son-in-law wondered if it would be possible to get the recipe of her favorite broccoli tempura entree so he could make it for her at her home in Vermont. 2.30 specializes in Asian fusion cuisine and is the, own, the co-owner of two Akiban locations in Baltimore. He read the email on March 11th and instantly knew that he could do better, he said. He quickly replied with an alternative suggestion. Thanks for reaching out, he wrote. We'd like to meet you in Vermont and make it fresh for you. Uh, Brandon Jones, 37, was stunned. I emailed back saying, you do know that this is Vermont we're talking about, right? This is a six-hour drive. Uh, but he responded, no problem. You tell us the date, time, and location, and we'll be there. Um, so they were getting, I guess, that uh, for the past five or six years, every time that they visited uh, Baltimore, the first place she wanted to go was to the Ikebin and Fells Point so she could order this tempura broccoli. Um, and she loves that broccoli, and I really wanted her to have it one more time. And um, she always told us, when I'm on my deathbed, I want to have that broccoli. Um, so anyway, he said that he'd be happy to make it from scratch in Vermont on Saturday afternoon. Um, and the next day, he loaded up his truck after work with a hot plate and a cooler filled with the ingredients, then headed for Vermont with his business partner and an employee. They stayed overnight at an Airbnb rental and then stopped for some additional ingredients went to her condo and made it for her. They invited them to dinner, and they said, no, this is about you, not us, and then they left. They wouldn't take any money or anything. So I just wanted to, I just thought that that was a really, you see, you hear all this crap in the world, and it's just good to have something, it, it restores faith in mankind, I guess, that there are people out there that get what life is all about. And um, it's not, it's not, um, I think that it boils down to how you treat each other, how you treat other people and how you treat yourself and how it, at its core, that's where my faith comes from. That my faith is all about how I reach out to other people. And that means that sometimes I'm going to, I'm going to fall. I'm going to, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm human and I'm going to have those days where um, I have a meltdown. <laughs> and so it's just good to know that there are people out there who kind of get it. And um, this just made me feel really good. So that was my... There is not a trace of what's in it for me in that story mm -hmm. at all. It, it's just uh, a... You never know what happens when you just put a question out there into the world and what kind of answer you get. And and in this case, you just you just see what goodness really looks like. And gosh, that's. that's and he didn't have to do that. All he had to do, all he, all he could have done 
if and he would have been just as gracious if he had just given him the recipe and had him do it himself. And yet he was like, no, no, no. We're and it was funny because the story goes on to say that when he when the restaurant owner got there, the terminally ill woman, they recognized each other. And I just thought that that and he says I always knew when he when he realized it was her, he said, you know, she always stood out because she had this great energy about her. And he always knew when she was there because she had a great sense of humor and laughing and just being very charming. And I just thought that that was really, um, that was pretty cool. And the fact that he was young, he's not, this wasn't an old guy. This was a fairly young guy who just realized that he had an opportunity to give to somebody else. I know that my company, we do, we do a program where we, um, we haven't done it since COVID because just because of safety, but, uh, it is where you can, um, volunteer for 16 hours every quarter and get paid for it. And you get to pick where you want to go volunteer at. And, um, I'm all for that. I think that that fosters a really good, community spirit i guess and i don't think that you see that Mm -hmm. you you just don't see that selfless behavior um or at least you don't hear about it much and so i was really kind of just touched by the generosity and the unself selfishness and selflessness behavior that's what i was trying to say and and it's such a like eat like the the joy of eating I mean, it, it's such it's such a universal thing, because mm-hmm. um, first off, it's how our body gets energy. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just, just uh, from that you know, like gene- genetic le- level, and I mean, if you if if you you know cook cook it right and you put you know and you put the right sousants and in into it and then i mean it's it it really it really becomes like an an incredibly pleasurable thing and uh and i mean there 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 have been times where well well actually i'll 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 reference some some something from uh my own history uh one week one uh Scar- scarlet and i went to, uh we uh took a trip to uh new york, new york city mm-hmm. there was uh, we it was right right after we were by uh we it was right after we it was the the 911 uh memorial uh muse- museum Which and the wind out of me yeah, no yeah. kidding. And that we went to an Italian restaurant with mm-hmm. that, and uh, it was just it was in it was incredible. Like I t- I told our 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 wait our waitress after kind of like after mm-hmm. after, after you know. It del- del- said delivered <laughs> um after she served the the our 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 meals and then and came came back came back came back around after you know we both we both had a couple couple bites and with what 
with without without like blinking pr- pretty much i said you know what um at at the at the risk of sounding inappropriate this is like an orgasm in my mouth I mean that's that I mean I, I think it was lasagna that I that yeah, I was, was that lasagna. I was eating. Mm-hmm. And quite, I mean that's that's how that's how fucking good it good it was. And so it's more than just I think it's more than just the food though. Cuz mm-hmm. it's it's all about like I know I'm doing Noom for everybody and this is what I'm learning but to engage all of your senses and it's not just about the food itself, it's who are you sharing it with? Mm-hmm. Who, what atmosphere are you in? Um, I think it was a beautiful idea for the son-in-law to want to make that meal for his, his mother-in-law. Yeah. I think that that is a, um, an act of gratitude that I don't think that you see that often. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll, I'll tell you another little story. My, my, um, my pastor says this. My pastor's young. He, he didn't know nothing yet. But um, he has two little kids, and four and five. And when I do children's ministry, I do children's church, 90% of what we do is keep those two from killing each other. So um, they're just very active, and they're boys, and they like to wrestle, and they like to smack each other around. And we have to tell them, no, that's not appropriate behavior. But it's, it's funny sometimes. And so my pastor, he, he says... I decided I was just going to serve my wife one day. And I said, you know what? I got the boys. I'll get up with them. I got them. You just, you just sleep in. We'll make you breakfast. I'll take care of you. It'll be good. Five o'clock in the morning comes, and all he hears is these kids running around, and he hears this bump, 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 bump. No, no, no. Bunk. And he's like, I probably should go and check that out. So he goes, and they have a crate for the dog. And the oldest son was sitting on top of the cage, eating his cereal, just like nothing happened. He's going, okay, first of all, you woke me up at 5 a.m. on a Saturday. I'm not amused. And he says, now go back to your room. And then it didn't even occur to him to look for the, the younger son. And as he was turning around, he hears this, daddy, help me. He had locked him in the cage. And he was sitting on top of it. So I just think that that was the funniest thing. But <laughs> I found that amusing. Maybe I'm twisted. But, um, but that act of servitude, I think that that is just, you don't see it. And, and he mm-hmm. wasn't in it for himself. He didn't want the, um, when they were doing the story, they, they wanted to protect her um, as she's living out her last days. They didn't want to... They didn't want to um, exploit her, I guess, mm-hmm. and exploit the situation, so they kept anonymity. They kept her name um, out of the story. And it wasn't... I just think that it was a beautiful act. I, mm-hmm. I guess I I feel like Dana on that one episode where she can't talk. And <laughs> like, it just... Ah, 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 ah. So anyway, um, sports night. Uh, but uh, I just think that that was just a beautiful illustration i'd like to see more i'd like to i'd like to see more um so-called christians actually serve people like that because that's how it's supposed to be so 
And I think that's a good good spot to end, end it on. Um, we kind of got to go a little short short mm-hmm. here. But um, we, we do th- thank you for wa- uh, watching or listening. Um, we do... If uh, we do appreciate any feedback, uh, so please comment using the channels found on hovpodcast.net. And please check out our YouTube channel at bit.ly slash hovpodcast underscore YouTube, all lowercase. And if you want to stay up to date, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or TuneIn. Okay, so I got uh, hammered with snow, take a stick to poke the wheel, my little square on the screen, (laughs) what goodness really looks like, and keep them from killing each other.